So up next, we've got Matthew Hrubler on the line, and he's the owner of Independent Coffee Roasters. And we wanted to talk to him about coffee. What is the lowdown on freeze-dried coffee? Good evening, Matthew. Good evening, and how are you? I'm not too bad. I've I've had um I think three cups of coffee today. <laughs> I was going to say this is a this is a, a, a relatively late interview. I needed uh, a you little needed bit of help myself. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know the, the one of the reasons that I really wanted to talk to you is there was uh, quite a little bit of a furore on um, on Twitter about freeze dried coffee. Um, people have been calling it fake coffee, and. I was very confused by this because I enjoy my coffee and I'm not an aficionado by any means. I, I, I'm more just I'm more just a coffee lover. I'm not a no. connoisseur. I don't have the time to become a connoisseur because I think when you're a connoisseur, you have to be like seriously, not just interested, but involved in the product and knowledgeable on the product and i don't know enough i know that coffee comes out of i think arabia so there's the yeah there's there's different sort of types of coffee so Mm -hmm. the main two are robust and arabica arabica being making up for you know probably 90 percent of the coffee we drink whereas and it's a more expensive sort of your commercial grade coffee, whereas your robusta is the other type, and that is uh, sort of responsible for that Italian espresso, that dark, rich flavour that um, the Italians are very well known for. Um, the let me start by saying that you know coffee is it's such a personal thing for so many people, um, and you don't need to know a lot about coffee to enjoy it, which is what I love about it. You know, everyone has their own way of drinking it, whether it's with milk and two sugars, whether it's black, whether it's, you know, with almond milk or whatever. Um, everyone's, you know, entitled to their opinion and everyone, you know, that drinks coffee enjoys it. So, I mean, the whole sort of uproar with instant coffee or freeze-dried coffee, I think, started, um, you know, with uh, the Department of Agriculture basically coming up with, uh, sort of guidelines as to what can be classified as coffee and what you know is is close to coffee or what is a mixture um, of coffee. Um, the sort of the, 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 there were certain criteria. I think that they sort of you know certain brands were mixing a lot of chicory into their instant coffees. Therefore, you know the percentage of coffee was so little that they actually couldn't classify it as coffee. Um, the specifics of that, um, I'm not too sure, you know, maybe they did that for, for, for trading purposes, maybe they did that for, you know, other purposes, but um, it's, at the end of the day, it comes down to what you classify as coffee, if that makes sense. So what is Frisco? So Frisco, it's basically... So let me start by the process of freeze-drying. So freeze-drying and spray-drying are basically ways of preserving the coffee itself and then removing the moisture or the water from the coffee. So you can create an instant coffee without the use of pressure like you would for an espresso drink. Um, And like the name says, it's instant. So freeze-drying is basically... 
Sorry, Hello. I left you there for a second. Hello. Yeah. No, I'm here. I'm here. So, I think so, the weather's playing with our signals, but I'm here. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so freeze drying is basically the coffee is frozen and put under pressure, and therefore the water um, is extracted from the coffee and you left with the granules. And then, I mean, 90% of South African instant coffee is actually used. They use a process called spray drying, which is the complete opposite. Water is sprayed into heated tubes. And the the well, the coffee is um, sprayed into heated tubes, and the water then evaporates off the coffee, and the granules fall to the ground, um, and that then creates you know the instant coffee granules. Um, so Frisco then go one further, and they give you that sort of real South African smoky, dark sort of um, flavor by adding a lot of chicory, and I'm not sure what else they add. So that sort of in my understanding where the confusion comes in, you know, at what point is coffee coffee if you're adding more to it and if the majority of that product is is not, not actually coffee, than, then can you, you know, still call it, it coffee? Can you still call yeah. it coffee? Which logically to me seems to make sense. I mean, if, if something is 65% something else, then surely I should call it something else. So now just for me, because what is chicory? I don't really know what chicory is. So chicory is, it's, it's it basically, it's, it's almost, as I understand it, it's almost, a, it's a plant. It's, it's almost like a, a smoky, woody plant. So if you can think of like an oaky, musty sort of, sort of flavor and they use it to enhance quite a few things you know alcohol different flavored um different flavor even in sweets even in you know whatever they're looking for it's a very good natural it's a nat- definitely a natural you know flavor mm-hmm. it's made from natural things it's not chemically enhanced or or anything like right, that right. but it is it's basically responsible for that sort of nice lingering coffee aftertaste mm-hmm. Which, in fact, isn't coffee at all. <laughs> it's, 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 it's actually chicory, which I find quite funny. No, it is. I mean, wow. I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I'm like, okay. So we have come to associate a thing that is not coffee. With as, coffee. Exactly. It's almost more coffee in our minds than coffee is because... That's kind of what we came to understand coffee to be. So that's kind of like, shoo, okay. Um, so now another thing, you're with the Independent Roasting Company, you're the owner of Independent Coffee Roasters. Yes. A micro-roastery based in Cape Town. Yes. What is a so, micro-roastery? So micro-roastery is basically just a, a sort of the scale of production. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't produce tons of coffee a month. We, you know, we do smaller batches. We take sort of, I'm not going to say we take greater care, but, you know, everything is sort of, it's really well monitored. Whereas on obviously larger volumes and larger scales, it's more difficult to do those sort of things. Not saying that those sort of roasteries are of a lesser quality, but we just sort of make sure we manage everything sort of very fine with a fine tooth comb. Um, and uh, I sort of specialize in private label coffee roasting for businesses that want their own label on their coffee. And we, we basically come up with an offering that we find suits their customers. 
So whether it's dark roasted coffee, whether it's Italian espresso, or whether it's, you know, very light roasted coffee, and I'll source and then come up with a coffee offering for that specific business based on their target market. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now, you know, in my mind, because I don't know that much about the actual process of making it, um, yeah. when you say you're a coffee roastery, I assume that you are sourcing your own beans. Be correct. And where do you source them from? So, are you, are you, do you mean which countries? Yes. So we stock uh, sort of coffee from all over the world. Um, your biggest coffee producers are Brazil, uh, Guatemala. Um, so we stock a lot of Brazilian coffee, coffee from Guatemala, coffee from Colombia, coffee from even you know places like Papua New Guinea, which is no African sort of, coffee. Yeah, lots of African coffees: uh, Kenya, Tanzania, Ethiopia. You know, the African coffees are always a crowd yeah. favorite with South Africans Look, because, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I must say for me, it's Ethiopian coffee is, is my top. Yeah, so yeah. Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee. Their coffee is of a really, really high quality and their flavor is really sort of yes. distinctive. Yeah. It's very distinctive and it's a great, great coffee with any blend. It's, it's one of the only coffees where when it has a fruity mix, it actually works, but every yes, other time, yes. So African coffee is just a little secret. Is uh, African coffee is also generally have a high caffeine content. So if you're looking for uh, a little bit more to fight the sleep a little bit more, you always go for the African sort of coffees. So if I was going to. Uh, Okay, so not if I was going to. I, I want to try and go milk-free in my coffee. Yes. But my thing is always when I don't put milk in, it's too bitter. So if I'm going to try and ease into being milk-free, what would you advise that would be kind of smooth and round and not too bitter that I could try? I would, yeah, I would advise the method, you know, because generally espresso – because of the pressurized extraction, you're also left with a lot of those harsh, bitter tastes. Mm. Um, so I would try maybe a filter, a coffee. There's lots of new, sort of new methods. There's aeropressors. Um, that's a really modern way of making coffee, but also very clean aftertaste. Um, you pick up a lot of those citrus, stone fruit um, sort of notes, and you're not left with too much sort of bitterness in the mouth. Um, it's also depend, you know, get a medium to light roast. Some of the darker roasted coffees um, are also some, sort of more on the bitter side um, because they are roasted in a way that suits an espresso. So they generally roast them for sort of espresso-based drinks right, with right. milk. Um, and that sort of, you know, like you're saying, it hides that, yeah. that harshness, that yeah. bitterness. Um, and, yeah, stick to African coffees, really clean Really fresh, really funky, really fruity, you know, just more mm-hmm. exciting generally. Yes, I agree. Um, I have a question. I've got a, a listener who sent us an, uh, a WhatsApp. I almost said an SMS, but it's a WhatsApp. Um, uh, they haven't given a name, but the message is, good evening. I would like to know your take on these cappuccino sticks first produced by Nescafe. I think I know what they're talking about. They're talking about the ones in the... This, yeah, those yeah. sort of three in ones. Yes. The sugar and the, mm. and 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 the, and the sort of milk and the coffee. No, all just, in one. just add water. I think that's what they're talking about. Just add about. water. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I mean, like I said, I'm I never judge people for 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 drinking coffee in any shape or form. At the end of the day, it's such a sentimental thing for everybody. Um, but the I think the instant cappuccino, you know, it's it's as, as long as it's got part coffee and it tastes like coffee and you enjoy it the same as you do coffee. Matthew, have you had one? I have had one. Yes. And hmm, did you read the little sachet for the contents? No, I didn't read anything. <laughs> and what did you think of it when it's, you drank it? Yeah, yeah, you know, we do. We, I've done a lot of courses and, and things like that. So sometimes they make you try these things and, and you know, mm. to see if you could pick up any, any, yeah. uh, any, any, anything special. Um, and, I mean, it wasn't horrible. I mean, if it was, it, if, you know, for someone like me, with a, I'm sort of trained to taste coffee in a certain way. So... If I'm tasting stuff, it's generally to sort of analyze rather than to enjoy. That's why I say I always sort of approach it with an unbiased mindset. Right, right. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm going to say I approach with a very biased mindset. I have an idea in my head of how coffee is supposed yeah. to taste. And yeah. I had one of those cappuccinos and I was like, no, this is, this is like it's a hot chocolate. And then I was they, gonna say it's yeah. coffee flavored milk. Yes, okay? no, it is. And I think and it's, I think it's a little chemically as well and very, very sweet. If, yeah. And you know, and I have a sweet tooth, so if, if I say it's sweet then I'm like, whoa, I don't need to add anything to it. Um so that is like wow, this this is sweet. And then I have got another um listener who's just messaged and said, um, Coffee originates from Ethiopia, um, and I'd like to say, well, I think you might have joined us a little bit late, whoever you are. And thank you, though. I'm I'm really happy that you're inter- interacting with us because now I can say to you that uh, Matthew did earlier say that coffee started in Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee. If I can quote you, Matthew, I think that's what you yes, said. Yes, yes. So, yeah, no, Ethiopia is the birthplace of, of coffee is what Matthew did say. And I think we're talking about the newfangled stuff. I'm quoting the WhatsApp now. Sorry, Matthew and, and, and listeners, um, because we're talking a bit about the newfangled stuff and we're talking about uh, the process of freeze drying coffee and is it still coffee and adding chicory to coffee. And if a coffee is 65 percent something else can you still call it a coffee so yeah um, but I'd be interested to hear from you um, the listener who sent in that whatsapp you know your feelings on coffee because you clearly have strong feelings on coffee and I'm happy to be educated on coffee because I love coffee but I don't really know enough about it I think because I sometimes get stuck into something when I want to know more about it and the next thing you know I'm doing a course and um, at the moment I've got two jobs so I don't think I have space for doing a course but I get kind of like obsessively interested when I I find I want to know more and then the next thing you know there's a PhD in coffee kidding (laughs) but you know i get i get a bit carried away so matthew just to come back to what you were saying if i'm going to try because you know purists say you have to just have the coffee that when you add anything to it you're diluting it so from my perspective if i'm going to try and just have the coffee by itself to just as they say taste the coffee I'm going to, I think, use a plunger and then maybe make the coffee on the slightly weaker side so that I'm not kind of feeling overwhelmed by the bitterness of the coffee. Yeah, I mean, the easiest way to do would be to just 
sort of Google a ratio. So the brewing ratio is very important. You know, that's your coffee to water ratio. Right. Um, so, so sort of good rule of thumb is 60 grams to a liter. Um, and, and that's really good for... Now, French how am I going to judge or, that with my eye? Yeah, that's the difficult part. So, mm. I mean, the best thing you'll ever do in the coffee world is invest in a scale. <laughs> That's a good start without having to get a PhD. Wow. <laughs> um, I think it's a lot, it's a lot less expensive, <laughs> but uh, it's it's a it's a mm-hmm. massive yield uh, mm-hmm. on return of, of of your quality of coffee. And you know what? You'll get into a routine in the morning where you'll end up being able to eyeball how much sixty grams per oh, liter is. Okay, okay. Um, because I must say, I do like that smell first thing in the morning. You yeah, know. definitely. I mean, I think that wakes people up more than the coffee itself. I do. I must say, I mean, there have been times when I've tried out a new coffee and I've been very disappointed because I couldn't smell it before it was in my cup. Like, it has to yeah. be in my cup and, and almost under my nose and then I can smell it. I'm like, mm, I don't think this is going to be a good coffee. Because yeah, you can, almost, you can almost judge before you even have taken a sip. Yes, I want the aroma to kind of hit me first. Yeah, listen, it's one of the, it's one of the testing components of, of mm. cork or coffee is the aroma. Scored, it's scored accordingly. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on the show. If anybody wants to visit the independent uh, coffee roasters, is, do you do that? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very much an open door policy. If anybody wants to learn about coffee, green coffee, sourcing green coffee, roasting coffee, um, preparing coffee in any way, um, I'm always happy mm-hmm. to help. Um, I've always got lots to, lots to, to talk about. And you are www.independentcoffee.co.za. That's correct. Okay, brilliant. Matthew, thank you so much. I look forward to chatting you again in the future when I have learned some more and hopefully weaned myself off milk in my coffee. Great. And thank you very much for having me. Thank you for taking the time and have a lovely evening further. Thank and a great you. Weekend. Thank you. Ciao. Bye.